Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Proud of you. Thank you. So, welcome to the Shift Podcast. Thank you for having me, Jess Feeney. For wow. any of the listeners, uh, yeah, uh, Catholic, Irish, Irish Catholic. Yeah, both very loosely. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't get too hung up so on those two things. So is every Irish. That makes exactly. you more Irish, actually. That <laughs> also you're loosely me, Catholic. Yeah, that makes me more Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it right. Um, how far back do your family go to Ireland? Oh, gee, I want to say like five generations we've been here for quite some time i have one aunt who's like the historian of the family so i guess i just like don't know much because i know if i ever need to know I'm, i'll just be like aunt jenny when when did this happen do you know where in ireland i have no idea it's funny okay more <laughs> irish or at least irish american um yeah yeah like it's uh it's uh, uh so many irish americans you meet will like will know a lot and like you know be really involved in like the culture yeah. so much so that i'm like jesus i feel bad i need to like <laughs> go back to my roots but then some uh we were in, in this place outside philly but like a lot of them uh all said cork and then this guy came up to me afterwards and was talking to me and was like oh everybody says cork just because there was a um what's it called like a that was where the boat was. Mm-hmm. So most people that would have just had cork on their forums. So most of these Irish Americans think they come from cork, but probably come from different parts of the country. And it's just that cork was stamped on the forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Well, yeah, my, my Irish history was not really uh, very impressed upon me. We were pretty American yeah. by the time. You'll assimilate. I, I was, yeah, exactly. By the time well, I was growing up. Feeney's Irish. Extremely Irish. Yeah. yeah. Almost comically so. It's a very silly name. (laughs) I had a lot of nicknames back in the day. What were your nicknames? Oh, boy. Um, The Fiend Machine was a big one. Oh, that's fun. Shout out to Bert Kreischer. Um, (laughs) I also had Fiend Dog, which I think Mike Feeney also had. Yeah, yeah. I heard someone call him Fiend Dog, and I was like, uh, but... Yeah, that's my name. I'm Fiend Dog. (laughs) But I I guess we're all Fiend Dog. Yeah. Um, a lot of mean rhymes. Feeny Weenie was a big one. Oh. Um, Feeny Bikini was oh, a that's fun. that was a sexier one. Yeah, yeah. Fiend Meister. The li- it's it's an endless list. You can- Feeny provides hours of fun. Yeah, I was at um, Boil Sports because there's a like a gambling agency called Boil Sports, and I hey, some free promotion. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I was worried that it was going to be like a rhyme for spoil sport. No. Which I do not know you to be. No, but 
yeah maybe when i'm you know not being chill and doing cat and mean with everybody yeah <laughs> i feel like you could also be pretty mean with boil which i'm so happy to hear oh yeah like a boil like yeah but boil. that was just like when you're kids yeah, yeah that was definitely around or boil the cattle which is like fun and, yeah. oh yeah that's fun boiler boiler was one as well what's yeah. boiler just like because in ireland they'll just take your last name and put it eor at the end of it like oh, if you're yeah. doyle doyler um I can't think of any else right now, but or like, uh, what are their nicknames? People take a lot of their last name and just put something on it, and that's your name. Yeah, I had Feenster. Feenster, yeah, that's Feenster. fun. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I wanted to talk to you about uh, is so uh, obviously you identify as bisexual. I do. Uh, and I, I, when did you, when did you figure that out? What was the moment? You know. There was, okay, I can say definitively, because the summer that I was 15, I, it must have been the first time I kissed a girl. It was officially the first time I kissed a girl. First time I lost my virginity. Um, to a girl? No, 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 no. Oh, to a boy. Actually, both. Oh, well, at I'm, the same time? No. <laughs> but also. A feeny bikini. But also. Oh, my God. Now that you're saying it, I did have my first threesome that year also with the guy that I lost my virginity to and the girl that I lost my girl virginity to. Wow. And then you guys were like, let's bring this together. Let's bring it on home. That's so much fun. What's funny, too, is that, like, I've attempted threesomes like later on in life and they almost never work out mm -hmm. but this was like just a lovely like we were, it was like good communication yeah yeah these this, three little 15 year old kids in a bed that's very not irish knocking around <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there's like so many so many stories from that time that like i'll retell them and be like damn was, did, did that really happen like was that really my life but yeah i just i was very um sheltered and like very, I was that kid that would like yell at my friends for smoking weed. I'm like, it's bad for you. And then for some reason, 15, I just snapped out of it. And I was like, I'm gonna do everything. Um, but I think I have a joke about this where I say like, and it never gets a laugh and I wish it would cause it's so funny to me. <laughs> but I say like, I, I always knew that I liked girls. I just didn't always know that that was gay. <laughs> that and I funny. think a lot of bisexuals have that experience because it's like yeah of course i like it who doesn't like kissing girls yeah they're so pretty like yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm not gay and like mm -hmm. they're like people be like well do you like would you like have sex with a girl and i'm like yeah, like, yeah yeah sure why not you know and they're like well like have feelings for a girl i'm like yeah and they're like okay well that's gay <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh yeah i guess that is gay <laughs> yeah um so yeah i think i had a i had a very very dear friend uh the girl I was talking about who was very comfortable with like her bisexuality about like sex and like all that stuff. And she kind of uh, welcomed me into the fold yeah, in a couple ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I was lucky to have that very, very bad influence <laughs> to kind of give me a tour of like gayness and sex and drugs and everything. And when did you realize that you're like, okay, I am bisexual? I know that you're saying that people are like, oh, that's gay. But what, what age was that? I think that was 15. Okay. Because I, I remember having feelings for girls before that. And the first time that I literally kissed a girl, this is so funny looking back, I was in the second grade. And I remember we were standing in line for like a bathroom break. And it was me and another kid and this girl, Tyler. And it was Tyler. <laughs> 
so gay. I bet she's gay now. I bet you anything. Maybe I'm just hoping. But uh, there was this girl, Tyler, and I always would just like stare at her. She was so pretty to me, and I would just always like stare at her. And I remember being in line and just like looking at this girl, like I want. But yeah. like you know, I was eight. Like yeah. I didn't know what it was like i just i would never have even and like being raised very religious like i would have never even thought to like put a name to that feeling but i was standing there and before i even knew what was happening i passed the kid in front of me and like did like a little pivot move and just kissed her (laughs) which don't do that ask (laughs) on the cheek yeah (laughs) always ask first but you know i didn't know and I don't know what moved me to do this, but I just, like, I was just, like, so in love. And I, I just, like, kissed this girl because I didn't know what to do with, like, my yeah, feelings yeah. and, like, my body. And I remember instantly being, like, ah! and, like, why did I do that? And just, like, kind of shrinking. And, like, every kid in my class was, like, ew, <laughs> Jessica kissed Tyler, ew. So that's probably why I didn't explore those feelings yeah, for course. a really long time. But I think at 15... Um, I had a friend that kind of just like was like, "No, you're gay. It's okay. We can you can be bisexual. It's fine." And with a, I really think that you should stalk Tyler on all the grams, all the social medias, and oh find it out. That might have been her reckoning as well. Yeah, she would have been like, "I liked this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I, I can I can inspire others. I don't know. I don't know how I would even begin to like find her. <laughs> yeah. I just know that it's a woman named Tyler. That does narrow it down somewhat. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And um, uh, so then it was 15. And then um, how you were then like, okay, I'm bisexual. You would figured yeah. out that word. Because um, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like when I was growing up, I was still like learning the definitions of all of those like mm-hmm. pretty late. Yeah. Again, I just had this friend who was like, she just, uh, I don't know. She was just so uh, just like sexually advanced at a very young and at age. 15. At what 15. What were her parents like? Oh, I mean, they let her get away with murder. Like she was, she was a bad kid. (laughs) That's why I loved her so much because we would just be like bad together. Um, Yeah, like she would always like find cigarettes somewhere, or like she would find like the only booze in the house and be like, "Let's drink this." And like, I don't know. Um, That was me. Yeah, I would find the booze and the cigarettes. Really? (laughs) Oh yeah, but I just didn't do drugs. But I was like, yeah, a big booze hound. Yeah. I mean, we, I remember uh, the first time I smoked weed was with her and yeah, we just, I just remember having like a really fun summer. Um, but yeah, her parents, uh, very loving, maybe over loving <laughs> for, uh, to a certain extent. Cause they just let her get away with murder. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I haven't talked to her in a long time. I hope she's, I hope she's doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, it sounds like she was a good in like, okay. Maybe not the best Terrible for drugs. Terrible influence. But good for your oh, sexuality. Good for my sexuality, yes. And honestly, really good for just, like, like my mental well-being, really. Yeah. Because you kind of need someone. I mean, you know, up until that point, I was getting a lot of subtle messages that, like, you know, if you, if you have sex with boys, you're bad. And, you know, if you have sex with girls, you're really bad. And if you do all this other stuff, you're bad, bad. And I'm like... I needed someone to be like, no, this is just, this is just part of life. Sometimes yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Let's go get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, such a, like it a coming good. of age movie. Yeah, this it really movie. was. It really was. This the would guy, be such a fun movie. This is another crazy thing. The guy that I lost my virginity to, I, I just met him that night. 
And it was like not even like a. Oh, then how did it end up being a threesome? You guys stayed friends afterwards? No, we dated for a little while. Oh, you dated him? Yeah. Oh, so you went one night stand to dating? Mm hmm. I love this. Yeah, again, oh so God. advanced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are like sex in the city, but yeah. teens. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, it was just one of those things where like I decided that I wanted to do it and I just yeah decided to do it like we were out with these guys and like she was kind of hooking up with the one guy and the other guy was like kind of feeling me and she was like you should have sex with him and i was like yeah i was like i can do that she's like yeah go go have sex with him wow. i was like i've never she's like yeah go lose your virginity i was like all right yeah and did you know about like condoms and everything because i feel like that was something we didn't we, we really risked a lot when we were teens. oh yeah because I didn't use condoms for my yeah. first sexual I experience. Like hair on my lip. I got it. Okay. It's probably because the cat. The cat is. It's been. I've been trying not to get distracted, but he was like sniffing the hell out of your bag. Did you see that? Yeah. He's probably smelling your cat. My cat likes to sleep in my bag. It makes oh. sense. This is his domain. Not complaining. <laughs> um. Yeah. What were you saying? What was I saying? Um. What did I? What listeners? Well, what did I say? So, I really wish they were like on the other call sometimes. <laughs> right. Well, so what happened was like. Oh, condoms. Because oh, we condoms. didn't use. No, we I didn't were... use condoms the first time I had no. for the first while. No. It's very risky. Very risky. your most fertile, probably, as well. I don't know, but I feel like 15 is probably very fucking fertile. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, we knew about pulling out. Yeah, yeah, we knew about pulling too, yeah. And I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. How do you explain. Well, I was going to say, how do you explain to a 15 year old that, like, you can still get pregnant even if, you know. But that, that's the age where you think you're invincible. Yeah, exactly. You think nothing's going to happen? Yeah, it turns out I was right. <laughs> like you were, nothing, yeah, yeah. Nothing ever happened, yeah, yeah. so kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I didn't get pregnant, but yeah. um, let's see. I might also have an issue with, with that one day. Maybe right, that's Right, right, right. <laughs> but now I'm, like, out. horrified, like, looking oh. back. I'm like, oh, my God, I was 15. Yeah. Like, that's so young. And just, like, looking back at all the stuff that I did, I'm like, yeah, girl. That was the only guy was my first boyfriend that I didn't use condoms with, though. I don't know what gave me the fear after and then I was always, I expect, like, I spe no, no, that's a lie, because with my boyfriend in Ireland, my long-term boyfriend, we didn't use condoms, but we were, like, in a long-term relationship. But coming over here, I always made the guys uh, wear condoms, unless, as the listeners know, one sneaky guy snuck it off without telling me. But, <gasps> you know, sneaky bastard. Oh, uh, my God. I know, but, but other than that, I was really afraid over here with STDs and stuff like that. I think maybe just I got, like, a bit educated or also, like, I don't know this person like when you're from a small town yeah i guess and then you and you're in, if you're in a relationship you're like yeah. at least i can go home and be like well you gave me this disease yeah, yeah. i was just gonna say when you're from a small town like everybody's <laughs> you, the same like group of like 10 15 people is all having sex with yeah, each other at some point so yeah. i guess it's like kind of safer but it's also like if you give me crabs dude like yeah. i'm gonna know and tell and everybody gonna, <laughs> and i'm gonna embarrass you yeah in yes. front of everyone at the bar on friday where we're all gonna be because it's the one bar in town exactly you know, where, where were you from again uh, Virginia, uh, was it? Woodbridge, Virginia, which Virginia. is like a twenty-minute, twenty-minute ride from DC. Okay, very small town. Yeah, yeah. I went to Virginia once, and it was very like the sticks, you know, is that? Yeah. Um, but then we went to like a waterfall, and uh, there was a uh, like Hercules men. Like there was all these like really ripped country hot uh. men. I was like, what the hell is, what's going on with Virginia? Oh my God, dude. Those guys are so hot in like the weirdest way. You're like, you're very sexy, but I don't want to hear you talk for too long yeah. because something's going to come out. Yeah, you're ripped because you're like, I'm not going to like yeah. work in the fields. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Those boys, those boys can be trouble. Okay, watch so, out for the scraggly beards. Those, yeah, those are the worst ones. <laughs> so you, uh, so you uh, uh, ended up dating this guy. Then you guys, how did the threesome come up? And how were you comfortable? You were you kind of like, oh well, it's my friend. There was no fear of jealousy. This is just such a progressive sexual awakening. You know, not even because I should also add that this girl kind of bullied me a little bit. Oh yeah, I was thinking when you said that she was like, you should go have sex, and you were yeah. like, but and I was thinking, well, in the movie this does turn out to be a little toxic, maybe. But then I was like, I don't yes. know if that's real life, but it seems a bit like she's yes. like, I'm the cool one, you do this. Yeah, there's a reason why we don't talk anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there was always that like, do it kind of thing. Like, oh, if Jesus. you don't do this, you're lame. And I'm just like, I love you. Please let me still be your friend. I so I think I might've just been doing it to like impress her in yeah. a way. Um, that's why I had my first cigarette because it was one of my older cousins I wanted to impress and I same. made out with her friend and yeah. she was like you should and I was like okay and you, yeah. should, you should drink this all this booze and I was like okay yeah and yeah then, same with her yeah. I, we, a lot of firsts with this uh, nice lady <laughs> <laughs> so then you had yeah so then you had the threesome but you just keep dating the guy yeah Wow. I've never had a threesome. I wouldn't even know where to go. I've like, is, does everybody want tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. go make the tea while yeah. you have sex. I've been in, so I think I've had two successful threesomes and a smattering of unsuccessful ones that I don't even know if I can call them threesomes because nothing <laughs> ended up happening because, you know, you always want to... Like, I've had couples trying to, like, rope me in, right? Yeah. And you always want to trust that they've, like, thoroughly communicated and, like, uh, both parties are okay with it. But more often than not, the girl is not okay with it. And yeah. it's just something that the guy has, like, pressured her into doing, which I feel bad. But then here I am, like, you know... Just sitting there in my jeans with like my tits out, and I'm just like, "Are you guys done? Should I go?" I'm, sorry, this I'm also really has sorry. to be in your movie. Yeah. <laughs> Life of Jess. Yeah, like at one it's point, a great movie. Yeah, like my two friends that were in a couple, and like the girl got upset, and and they're like, you know, yelling at each other, and I'm just kind of sitting there like a kid waiting to go to the principal's oh, office. Yeah. And at one point, she turns to me and she's like, "I'm sorry, this sucks, right? Sorry." And then like they keep arguing and i'm like it's okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. it just felt bad you go downstairs put on a movie <laughs> yeah but it's i'm like in like various degrees of undress yeah. just like should i i should put my shirt back on <laughs> at least right that this is probably the time these probably shouldn't be out anymore this does not yeah. feel like a good time oh my god that's not sexy <laughs> not sexy oh. no no because then you're just like you've just become like the problem yeah which is not fun yeah, I think, yeah, I think if you're any le level of jealousy or, which is totally fine. I wish people sometimes just admit, like, I could never, I don't think, unless we're together forever, me and Leland, yeah. and we get bored. I guess, yeah, it, it'd be an, an excuse for me to find something to argue about. Because, you know, I'd be like, well, you licked her nipple for way longer than you, <laughs> like, you know, I just know, yes, I and feel that, uncomfortable. That's always what it ends up being. And it's like, how do we qualify? You know, like, yeah, because the guy has to be like, oh, my God, you're gorgeous, but not as gorgeous as my wife. But you're still, you know, it's like yeah. a weird thing to navigate. Um, but yeah, you just have to be really like able to compartmentalize sex stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think I would ever do it again. I the second time made sense because oh and this is a fun one it was with my girlfriend at the time and her husband wait oh so you were in a relationship with the wife yes oh so this is like a polyamorous 
Yeah. And then she was like, let's bring these two worlds together. Yes. Wow. They, they had been polyamorous for a really long time, and then they got married and I think stopped because they were just kind of like done with that phase in their relationship. However, she and I had been friends since like high school. Oh, you mean as in a friend? I thought she, you meant she was no, your no, girlfriend. No, no. no oh. she was my girlfriend. Okay, okay. Eventually. <laughs> I got there. Yeah. Um, no, but I was like in love with this girl all throughout high school. And like it was always like a will they, won't they kind of yeah. thing. But like we never really like got there. And then we ended up uh, staying friends and she moved to New Jersey for work and I was living in New York and we started hanging out and, you know, one thing led to another. So I think officially they were not polyamorous at the time, but because like the three of us were already so close yeah. and like she and I just loved each other, like we had always loved yeah. each other, you know, that he was okay with it. Yeah. Um, and they had practice with polyamory. Yeah. So like they already knew the drill. They knew what was okay. They, you know, very... Um, very careful with like consent and like communication and you know sometimes the three of us would hang out and he would be like do you guys like do you guys want to be alone i can oh yeah it was really sweet <laughs> yeah yeah and, um yeah it didn't last very long okay yeah. <laughs> very fraught um but yeah that was probably and you guys had a threesome and that didn't work out or that was a good threesome that was a good threesome oh okay yeah. i got a we <sighs> We were, this is really gross, we were at the beach all day, I remember, and then we came back to my place and ended up having sex, and I got a raging bacterial infection. Jesus. I guess, so don't have sex after the beach, I guess, with multiple people? Because yeah. um, I was like, cause, so now I like, the memory is kind of soured, because I'm like, man, it fucked me up for like a month. Um, probably not the best idea. Um, but, I, it, but it was fun. Yeah, I find like the first time, like, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the other reason why I hate not using condoms is because, uh, you know, it takes a second for your vagina to match up with a guy's dick. Like what? Like pH level sometimes. Well, me is personally. this real? Me, definitely. Your, your <laughs> pussy specifically. She hates healthiness and will get an infection. <laughs> she's got a... <laughs> and it takes a... Oh, well, she will react on a chemical level. Yeah, she will... yeah she's like, warning, warning. No. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it'll help if like the guy like washes his dick before or something. Yeah, but... I've always been a... Yeah, I've been a fan. Of... Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess if they're sweaty... I don't know, but yeah. It's, it's easy. It's re like, I've had a bunch of friends who once they started having unprotected sex with their partners got like bv or bacterial infection uh or... the worst yeah oh my god it makes you feel so bad about yourself it's so sore i never got sore but mm -hmm. it was just icky and not even like uh i don't know i don't want to go like too deep in the deep it was just a very different <laughs> vagina let's let it was not it was not my friend the vagina that i had come to know over the years it was just behaving very differently than i was used to and it was yeah. just a bummer how have you found with like um you know, so like, let's say if there's, I, I, I one time saw this TikTok about a girl saying like, it's kind of hard being bisexual when it comes to like the groups because like straight people will be like, you're just, you're just not, you're going to, you're just gay, but you're not gay yet. Or then uh, mm. gay women will be like, you're not really part of this group because you're right. still dating men. And is, right. was that any, hard to navigate? Well, it's hard to navigate, but I th think, I mean, the, the, you're not really straight or like, you're not really gay is like silly i mm -hmm. do i do empathize with lesbians because i understand that a lot of lesbians have you know terrible experiences with bisexual women who like 
because it's tough because you know bisexual like sex is in the word right it means yeah. like you like to have sex with uh yeah. you know people of different genders um but bisexual is not necessarily biromantic biromantic yeah this is a word i've never heard before yeah. that's a great that's a great way to describe that yeah. so maybe you just want to have sex with women but you might not want to because i remember one time hearing someone say like oh you're not really bisexual if you don't mm. have a relationship with yeah. a woman but i guess more that would be biromantic yeah and i, oh. and I am biromantic but but a lot of bisexual women aren't which is totally fine but i think that um a lot of bisexual women feel as though they have to be biromantic to be like valid in their bisexuality. So they try to date women and then these women that they try to date will inevitably get their hearts broken because this person didn't end up, you know, uh, to be able to like reciprocate intimate feelings or like actually be a partner. So I, I understand why lesbians kind of have it out for us because we can be very fickle imagine mm -hmm. that bisexual women being you know <laughs> fickle in, in in our sexuality but um I, I i get it but i think we can all we can all play together another thing is like like i say i'm bisexual but like i don't really even i don't know that i really even believe that that's a thing yeah. i don't know if i believe that any of this is a thing you think it's just all fluid yeah i think so that's kind of like so. yeah a little bit what like v was was feeling with her journey yeah that it kind of changed as she went through life yeah i don't think anyone who's really being honest with themselves is well let me not say this. <laughs> you're gonna say fully straight <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I think, I think, or even fully gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know though. I Everyone's don't think. Everyone's got an exception. <sighs> even when I talk about like anything woman sexing, Oscar is like ew, ew, ew. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think yeah. of like my really gay friends. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, but I have like so many like gay friends. I'd be like, but if it was Beyonce, I'm like, okay, oh, well, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nobody's. Yeah. They'll be like, nobody's that gay. Like. Yeah. I think we all have an a exception. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a spectrum. Yeah. That's why it's like, it's so annoying that like, you know, I feel like I'm going to like sound like I'm bashing the gay community, but it's like, we keep, you know, adding provisions and letters and all these things. And I'm like, can we just have like, can we just do this for like straight people? Like <laughs> maybe they can be the community and then we can all be normal because yeah, i think yeah, that's yeah. what it is i think yeah, if you're like, like straight fully people, straight that's like that's and then everyone <laughs> else who's normal like yeah, and, and being so honest funny. you know what i mean that's not bashing at all that's like actually very interesting i think that's a funny that's a like yeah. a fun concept because yeah most people i know aren't fully straight yeah and like when i i have so many like female friends who i just i just always assume that all my female friends are bisexual yeah so when one of them was like, yeah, I'm straight, unfortunately, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. How? Yeah. When? I think the bi-romantic is a really good one to learn because I definitely, like, I'm attracted to some women and I mm -hmm. think about them uh, when I, like, masturbate and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Sorry for oversharing. If <laughs> They're like, all the listeners are like, oh, you're sorry now after five years of oversharing. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but, I, yeah, I just can't imagine dating a woman. So it's just mm -hmm. because, yeah, like, my... Yeah, I actually like my girlfriends as friends, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't even think I would even want to. But even my guy friends, as soon as someone becomes a f like a friend, mm -hmm. they're only a friend because I don't see them like a, a, in an attractive level, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, because I hate I hate mixing 
those worlds mm-hmm. um so maybe i just haven't well if i were single because i, I want to be with leland forever um maybe if i had if maybe if i met a woman outside that wasn't in like a friend maybe that'd be different there was one woman here who we like hit it off at a bar and stuff but i just didn't follow through with the sex yeah. part and stuff just a kissing i bet you could i, I just have, got scared. I have so many i have so many friends like really cl- like my sister even who is like she's super god squad like yeah. she's still like in the church very much so and like you know every time i call her she's like do you want to pray with me and like she's total oh, sweetheart God. and i never would have thought but like she's had some she's had some forays yeah, into yeah. the world and like I, like i remember when she told me i was like i'm so fucking proud of yeah. you like i don't know yeah i, I can't imagine being um in a relationship uh mm-hmm. with a woman but again who knows like if leland didn't exist maybe as you grow things change you know and you become totally. more like you just have less shame because you're like i'm too old <laughs> to yeah. have shame anymore you're just like and i not that there would be anything shameful about that but i do think there's stuff instilled when you're younger where you're like oh you should be with a man or you should do this like everything me doing this podcast was all i wouldn't have done that in ireland if i were still living that that mm-hmm. life i wouldn't be talking about this stuff cause, yeah. yeah what i've noticed is that like it is kind of fun and i think this is part of why i typically end up with men because like you've seen the male female dynamics so much mm-hmm. you know you already know you already know how how to kind of play it yeah, yeah yeah so it's very easy to be a woman dating a man because you know like what everybody's supposed to do and mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be that way but we're just i mean it's just we're so used to it that's why i get so upset when people are saying like oh they're shoving gayness down our throats i'm like by sh- by acknowledging that it exists yeah. uh, by showing it sometimes i'm like how do you not think that we're shoving straightness down little kids throats yeah, like constantly every single movie that they see yeah. every single every romantic relationship mm-hmm. is straight like how is that not shoving it down their throats but i know that even when i've been in relationships with women i'll i'll kind of have a thing where i'm like okay i'll be the boy yeah someone's gotta be the boy right because yeah. then other words are like then what do we do yeah. you know that's so funny yeah. yeah i guess you have to fit into like roles or yeah, yeah it's hard that's hard yeah and i like you know if i'm if i'm with a woman i want to like i get protective or, like i want to protect her but when i'm with a man like yeah protect me yeah you yeah. know yeah. like it's it's fun because none of it's real you know yeah. like it's all just how we behave and like how we relate to the world like Men and women, it's not really a real, it's something that we made up, but we're just so attached to those labels that it's tough to like know how to, how to like play out a relationship without those guidelines. Yeah. I feel like, um, for my relationship with Leland is the first one where it doesn't feel like super gender rolled. What is that like? uh, No, it's great. Like, cause like, and I mean like, I'm talking real basic shit here when I say that, but I mean as in like, you know, he's like able to talk about his feelings and be emotional if he wants and i'm not oh, like yeah ew <laughs> and oh, then, you know yeah and then like he does dishes or laundry or mm-hmm. um uh you know but still like will make me breakfast you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. not like he's just like there's no or like we boat clean or we boat um yeah, i remember one time my ex in ireland like getting upset once because i was so busy and i was in college full-time and in work full-time and he was like you know when we first started dating you'd make me these nice sandwiches you never make me a sandwich anymore and he mm-hmm. was just like he'd gone from his mother's house to my house 
and it was like I'm, i can't be your mother mm-hmm. but sometimes i think certain guys think that's the role of the girlfriend is gonna play yeah i think i kind of i if i'm with someone who i know like appreciates it and doesn't take it for granted i kind of again i feel like i'm just, just betraying the gay community or just like the liberal community but like i do if if it's appreciated i don't mind being the cook in the household and i don't mind i don't know like what are some other examples it's not like i'm the only one who everyone cleans yeah i feel like nowadays most guys i guess because it's different they're not like out on the farm like if i'm thinking about like rural ireland and they're out on the farm all day and the woman it was just you know she would just clean and have the dinner ready and i guess as well that was just necessity but now like women are like actually i'm going i'm getting educated i'm working too and and um i don't know how it works for for the rural guys but guys here in the city they're not out herding cattle they're like okay i'm we're both working equally equally it would be kind of crazy to come home and then them expect us to like clean or yeah. do everything so i feel like the this generation of guys are like yeah yeah it's like fine i'd rather just yeah i think so i think so for the most part yeah i don't know i, I think it's kind of fun to like do both i don't know i feel like my boyfriend now we just kind of like we like we switch like i'm mostly the girl and he's mostly the guy yeah. but like sometimes it's fun you know like yeah for him to make dinner and like I don't know. Leland does nearly all of the cooking. Really? Yeah, yeah. But he's just better at it and he enjoys it. Yeah, that's, I just have more experience cooking. So, yeah. like, I'm more than happy to do it most of the time because I'm better at it. Yeah. But it's, it's like, fun to switch sometimes. Yeah. No one wants to feel like they're kind of, like, pitted into any, like, specific role. Yeah, no, Leland's definitely pitted in. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just not good at cooking. Yeah. Uh, if I had more free time, but I would just eat, live off sandwiches. So yeah. sometimes he's like... I'm going to make like a big thing for a few days or like soups and stuff, which is great. So thank God he likes it or we'd be eating sandwiches the whole time. Yeah, I love I have I have some enchiladas in the freezer right now, which I was so proud of myself that I made a ton of food and put it in the freezer. Yeah. Like for later. I felt like such a big girl. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. (laughs) Very excited. Um, Let me check. Okay, so we still have some time left. Um, What was there was another question I wanted to ask you. Oh, yeah. Wait, so you you grew up Catholic. Uh, See, okay. Here's what happened. Or religious? Religious. More, I think I had, like, so my mom was Catholic, and she would bring us to Mass sometimes, but, like, I didn't get confirmed. So, yeah, so I couldn't. Were you Christian? Christian? My dad was, um, like, evangelical. Whoa, he spoke tongues? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny that you know about. I guess I just like don't feel like other people know about. Stuff I think like I that. know about it from Law and Order. Dude, it's creepy. I mean, like I don't really like shit on religion or even Christian. Like I still identify as a Christian, but like there's a big difference between being a Christian and being evangelical or even being a Catholic. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a lot of things about um, Catholic Mass and you know going to a not evangelical so much but like any kind of like protestant like non-denominational church service like a lot of a lot of the stuff that goes goes on is like very beautiful and like powerful and like if you get something from it that's great um but it like evangelical churches like it's a cult like it's it is it's it just is it just is a cult it's the biggest cult in america and it's whoo why, why do they speak in tongues again? I know this, but I didn't know why. You, so there's a thing that happens during mass where, like, um, either, like, during, like, a song or during the sermon where if you, you um, 
you do something known as uh, catching the spirit, mm -hmm. which basically means like the Holy Spirit enters your body and you kind of lose control. So people will cry. People will roll around on the floor. People will like take their shoes off and just run around um, or they'll speak in tongues. It's basically just like, I think some people say that it's like your private language with God, but basically it's just kind of like the thing of just like, losing control of your body and like letting the holy spirit in and just kind of like a kind of like an ego death which is like kind of cool yeah. if 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 there weren't so much like hate behind like a lot of um a lot of christian churches again ma mainly evangelical because they hate like lgbtq and all yeah that, right? i mean yeah and yeah. kind of everybody see the thing is like evangelicalism isn't really christianity yeah you know it's not what Christ would have wanted, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it, it saddens me so much that people can read the Bible and like specifically like the teachings of Christ and go, Oh, well I need to, uh, I need to hate people. I'm yeah. like, that's what you got from this guy yeah, yeah. in a dress and sandals, hanging out with hookers and bums and yeah, saying we and all need guys. to like, yeah. Or and like 11 guys, guys, I guess. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Um, but it just like it just baffles me, and those people like consider themselves to be like the closest to God, yeah. and have and to have uh, the deepest understanding of the text. I'm like, you're not reading the text, I, and there's a lot of like crazy stuff in the text. But I like to mainly focus, you know, as someone who identifies as Christian. I basically what I mean is that I um, try to follow like the teachings of christ as closely as possible which is just um you know loving your neighbor and <laughs> you know being a pacifist when you can and uh trying to you know love your enemies and like understand yeah. people on a be have, good and all that be good have for, for forgiveness you yeah. know like things like that and just um and i think you can follow you know there's similar tenets in a lot of different ideologies that's just the one that i grew up with and the one that i know the best which yeah. is why i you know I relate it to Christ, but like there's there's a lot of different ways to just be like a good person yeah. and to like exercise forgiveness and, you know, exercise empathy and yeah. uh, not hating poor people or sex workers or queer people or anyone who's not rich and white, yeah. you know, it's just so crazy to me that like that that's what they got from it yeah 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 no absolutely i mean all like you said from all a the... brown guy like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, like the, the... <laughs> everything everything says that this is wrong it's just so crazy to me um yeah no like you said with all all the religions it's a, if you look at it nicely it's just a moral guideline if yeah you don't take it in the wrong way yeah um Sinead o'connor actually just became um muslim I no guess kidding. she doesn't say became and they don't say converted. It's reverted because mm. um, that if you're Muslim, you believe that you always were. You just took a second to get back to it, I guess. Cool. But I think it's kind of cool for her because like, I think a lot of people shat on her. And I watched an interview with her and I and she, wear, she wears a hijab now. And I think a lot of um, she said that she got all these messages and how um people are like you're just conforming to like eastern uh or middle eastern whatever what men want and she was like well like you are also conforming to a western of what western people want like with your hair out um because mm. they were like getting upset by the hijab and then the second thing was they were upset because 
yeah, just because she came Muslim. But I was kind of like, you're only you're born into whatever religion you are. So mm-hmm. like for her, if she's like read it all and then decided, like fair play, that's yeah. like the ultimate choice. Yeah, like you're an adult, you're a grown person who's been like, I want to do this and I want to wear this. Well mm-hmm. then, like you fucking go ahead. Like the rest yeah. of us were born and I was born into Catholicism. It's not like I had a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, you know, I don't really choose any religion other than I de- identify as a Catholic because of mm-hmm. the guilt. I'm guilty all of the time. <laughs> I wake up guilty. And then I don't even know what I did. I'm like, I'm like, what did I say something? I go through it all and I go, go back to sleep. Yeah. Sleep off this guilt. Yeah. yeah. But um yeah, so I definitely identify as Catholic and I, I think when you can you under because it has it has affected our culture and how we behave and how mm. we interact. But um but like if, if everybody's given a choice, you wouldn't necessarily not everybody in Ireland would choose. I'm sure a lot of people would choose no religion, but some people would probably read like stuff about um like I don't know if they would read the Quran or whatever and then be like, Oh, or maybe they'd read something I don't know what the Jewish book is called. What's it called? The Jewish book. Um, the Torah? The Torah. Yeah, maybe they'd read the Torah and be like, This is what I wanna mm-hmm. um so I'm just like, Leave her alone. Like and you know, if she yeah. wants to wear a job, let her wear her job. Yeah, hopefully, you know, she'll uh, figure out a way somehow to um be able to please all of the men because that's the, that's dream, the main thing. Right? <laughs> also, you know what I just realized? Maybe she didn't just become Muslim maybe this was years ago and I just only saw the TikTok because gotcha. you know you see a TikTok and you think it's news and yeah. then you go on your research and it's like from it's a clip from 10 years ago so yeah. if everybody's listening like Katie uh, you're a bit slow on that uh, yeah. well, look I've been in the States for the last eight and a half years well, in the nine grand years. yeah in the grand <laughs> saga of Sinead O'Connor yeah, this just yeah. happened Sinead O'Connor's great yeah she's uh, awesome right yeah, yeah yeah she you know she came out about the priest before anybody knew yes <sighs> Like, uh, like years before the scandal came out. Because that was like mm-hmm. 91 when she did SNL. And then it was 2008 before mm-hmm. the 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 priest scandal. Like the, where they were like, well, why do we even call it a scandal? A scandal sounds like he had an affair with a consenting adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, the priest nightmare. I don't mm-hmm. know what you would call it. But yeah, that's when all the stories came out about the pedophilia, pedophilia. Yeah, I feel like it, it, it never stops coming out, yeah. you know? I think that was the first time maybe people took it seriously. I suppose, but do we take it seriously? I mean, I think that it still probably was... happens on Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. a huge scale. I think that's the first time where people admitted it. Like, I, yeah. I think there's all these stories that were pu- publicized and now I watched that movie, but... Um, oh my God, I was... Oh, it's balling. I know. It's what's it called again? Um, spotlight? Is it spotlight? spotlight yeah. At the end, movie. when they show all of the different, oh, I it gives me goosebumps. I was like inconsolable. It's that's awful. But it's, don't, but don't let a drag queen read to your kids by all means. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what you got to watch out for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't the priest really just in a form of drag? <laughs> Do you have a bit about this? I love you. I no, do you basically. Have a, yeah, I mean, it's what's like, your what's your? Do you have a bit about this? I just, I just, I've, I maintain that Catholicism is just a, is just a sex cult. It's, yes, it's yes. So, I knew you had something like this. It's just, it's fraught <laughs> with sex, which I feel like is why all this fucked up. I mean, like you know, there's a difference between uh, sex and you know sexual abuse. Obviously, they they are not the same thing. But I think that there has been so much sexual abuse within the Catholic church because of how they treat sex. And also it's sexy. Like, it's like you go in there and like, everyone's looks nice. And like, there's like this like beautiful, like soothing music. And like, yeah, what I say incense. is that, um, the ins- yeah, it looks like it's set up for you to go and yeah. fuck in there. And like, um, 
the so my joke is that you know when I would go to confession I would be like a teenage girl and I would have to sit in a wooden box with an incredibly sexually repressed man and talk about all the times neighbor boy fingered me yeah. all the while I'm calling him father yeah. I'm asking for forgiveness oh, like daddy daddy <laughs> oh. yes yeah 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 but and it's like just are. let your priests get married that you I know, know I mean it's not like <laughs> I want to say that I keep having having to add these caveats but it's like not like like well i can't get married i have to go molest the altar boy but like just be normal about sex and maybe we wouldn't have keep having these issues well if you let the only reason why uh, catholicism specifically uh was trying to spread uh so they invested all the money into churches so that's why you have all those gorgeous romanesque gothic churches that was when it right before then that's when they decided that priests could not get married so the Mm -hmm. money would not go back to the priest family and wife so it's really just a financial issue and they pretended i learned this in like art school and then they pretended uh that it was you know because you're closer to god but not really it was more just so then when they die the money goes back in they could invest in all these churches and spread catholicism i can't even say it um so then fast forward you have all these who are i'm sure lovely priests but then the bad ones having a haven because mm-hmm. it was a great haven for pedophiles and and then yeah. had, they had their victims literally right beside them it's yeah. crazy and also then i think for like the with the the thing coming out i think for like a lot of people in ireland like kids would have told their parents but they didn't believe them because that was like mm. so crazy it's so wild. It's so crazy. But yeah, just let your priest get married. Problem solved. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be a haven anymore for... Then you'd be like... I think people would be like... It would change. They'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go... If I had like a wholesome family man. <laughs> Maybe like a... You know? Yeah. Yeah, then it would attract a different clientele. Yeah, the alternative is just kind of creepy, right? Yeah. Like, Yeah. And then yeah. he's giving like... The priests have to give a marriage counseling before you get married. Like they have to. That's what crazy. The fuck I is know, this? isn't that? There's so much. What was the other On thing? On what? I mean, what can they even say? I don't know. I know that my dad and my stepmom had to go before you get go to a before you get married. But they got married in a a civil marriage first before they got married because he wasn't his annulment wasn't true. Because I guess a divorce takes five years, but an annulment takes fucking forever. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just forever. Um, the other thing as well with Ireland, we were just talking about this last night, but how much it's changed, like, because, like, because it was so round by the Catholic Church, that, like, it's only until, like, maybe the late 90s that women were, if they had a baby, that they were, like, put into the laundry, or maybe, like, the early 90s, but... Uh, what? It, What's... What? So Who's like, putting the baby in the laundry? <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah, we put him on a low rinse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm putting Don't some put the baby in the dryer, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to hang him up. Yeah, yeah. With little pegs on yeah. <laughs> No, it's Adorable. Sorry. So they would, uh, if a woman got pregnant outside of wedlock and she didn't have a husband who was going to marry her, they put her in like a laundry mat where I guess women worked and like washed clothes or something. I don't even know what the fucking laundry place is, but um, and then they would take the baby off them. So the woman was kind of hidden away while she gave birth. But it was your family and the priest who would force you to do this. Like there's stories of women who ran off to England to try uh-huh. to keep their baby, and the priest like hunted her down and brought her back. What and the hell? yeah, and then they take your baby away. So the big and do what with it? They were, well, the big scandal, the original, the scandal came out recently enough, but the original was that they would give the baby up for adoption to, like, Irish Americans or Americans in general. Oh, okay. But it actually came out, like, 
not so long ago maybe like like i don't know while i was still in the states that um they were killing a lot of the babies like if it's not even like i knew this was gonna end bad yeah when you said put the baby in the laundry i was like something's something is amiss (laughs) this is not going this is not going to end well for the babies yeah and i don't know if they like gonna end well for the washing machine yes yes yeah we didn't even have washing machines oh yeah it's true but uh but yeah you have to do you gotta (laughs) we're gonna wash this baby away get a scrubbing board and just (laughs) yeah but i don't even think it was that they intentionally killed it was just like malnutrition or they didn't survive they didn't so like there was one place where it was like um what is it called the listeners know now and i'm forgetting the word but like maybe like a septic tank and there when it was this was just one of these so there's probably hundreds of these around the country there was 800 dead baby bones oh my god so it's just like the baby didn't survive but 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 like it would have survived with a mother at home like if this wasn't if, if it wasn't just so crazy to have like a single mother um so i guess like probably just not by feeding or maybe they did intentionally just not take care of it or whatever but they were putting all these baby bones in when they so like up. so they didn't even care about what's the goal then yeah i guess just to yeah, avoid even scandal i mean yeah. like we're that we're that afraid of scandal yeah 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 that we like will fucking kill huge the babies now. yeah yeah Oh my! Refused, it was like eight hundred babies. But to them, that's not even scandal. That's just like they took care of business. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's a thing. Like, man, just be normal. Just yeah. be normal about these things. It's these. It's things definitely exist coming around for sure. But it's just yeah. crazy to think that that was like in like our lifetime. Like, uh, you know, I guess maybe I don't know when it stopped. But good lord. Yeah, I like I know that my parents got married because of me. Hello, hi. <laughs> yeah, my sister. Yeah, and then I was just a. Uh, Happy accident? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your parents are still... You know, your parents oh, still, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, they it never get, really works out when that happens. They split up when I was, like, five. Oh, Which is same. why, like... Yeah, so, like, when I was with my dad, we would go to evangelical church. And then when I was with my mom, oh. we would sometimes go to mass. You know what else I did? Which I figured out later was weird. I used to go to a mega church. What's a mega church? In Virginia. Um, have you heard of, like, uh, Joel Osteen? No. Um, so... They're like these big churches that it basically, it looked like a mall. It looked like a big stadium, like a big theater. And they just put on these like really grand. On his Sunday. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. And they put on these like big grand services, big bands. They had like big, big um, TV screens. Cause like you couldn't really see the stage if you're like really far back. This is this huge place. And um, the pastors are like celebrities. Jesus. And they end up like making a bunch of money off of like. Oh, I feel like I I've guess seen on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it seems like more like a TED talk, but I guess it's. And then they're yeah. like, hallelujah. Yeah. Like, what am I watching? Yeah. I used to get. So it's called McLean Bible Church. And that was the, with the Evangel. I can't even say that. Evangelica? No, that's fun. My, my stepdad actually brought me there. It was you actually have really... had so many yeah. versions of Christianity. I know. I've been all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's amazing that it didn't completely ruin it for me but like the mega church was like probably the best experience was there like, singing and... re- oh yeah oh that's fun yeah that's singing what the catholics made back home a bit of singing and music and, yeah. yeah i never really liked the music it's called a. it's called praise and worship that's like the style of music and it's not great but they're yeah. so into it god love them um and uh the pastor his name was lon solomon and he was like a local celebrity. He like sounds he, like something from Breaking yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, kinda. And he, I remember he would do like radio spots wow. where he would be like, "Is this happening in your life?" Well, in uh, Psalms fifteen twelve, uh, the Lord says, "Blah blah 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 blah." And uh, I remember he would close out 
uh, the ad ad with, um, he would say, not a sermon, just a thought. Because, like, they all kind of, I think a lot of them try and kind of toe the line between secularism and religion because like what they're doing is really messed up yeah. like they're taking they're they're using people's faith to make money oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know so and i think that's why it was like so fun because it's like you go in there and like you feel they're performers there's, yeah there's it's like a stand-up comedian he was he really was um and people feel good giving money to these places mm-hmm. but it's like you never stop for a second You're like why is there a mcdonald's in my yeah. church this is insane yeah pray and have a nugget yeah we had a mcdonald's and a starbucks oh now the starbucks i, I completely <laughs> understand <laughs> yeah right a bit of coffee sunday morning come on now yeah, nuggets and coffee yeah if i'm gonna be catching it's the spirit great. i need i need i need a little energy you know, yeah. starbucks tea is good too you know they yeah. usually double t- do- double bag it wow <laughs> yeah fancy schmancy yeah they're like we know you guys wow. like it strong um we should wrap it up because i know leland has to do his um where can people follow you um, you can follow me, uh, on Instagram and TikTok. I'm looking at the camera. Hello. What's up, everybody? Me neither, but that's fine. We're, um, we're figuring out this studio setup. It's lovely. Um, you can follow me at it's Jess Feeney okay on TikTok and Instagram. And you, you don't have a podcast yet. You were saying that. No, but there's going to be stuff in the works. So just follow my Instagram. I'm working on some stuff i don't want to give it away okay exciting. Podca- podcast definitely on the list and also um maybe a little uh youtube show do you still do music comedy as well i feel like i haven't seen you do that in a while i kind of got beaten out of me okay but i can I love music comedy i can i love I can it. Do it it's so much fun i'm like yeah. oh that that's that's yeah. a performance <laughs> yeah um so for the listeners please uh sign up the patreon forward slash the shift podcast um i always find it too hard there's too many s's forward slash the sh- i can't do it um so please because i have uh two solo episodes up there and um oh the episodes are always up early and you can pay what you want don't go and see oh it says like a hundred no that's just how much money it's making but you, the you, you yeah yeah so, yeah exactly it is a hundred dollars no um <laughs> uh, it's pay what you want and then uh, please rate review and if you haven't listened to i'll do it myself my album please do and then we're i'm just testing it out with the natural light so if you were like i don't like the lighting today that's fine we're just trying it out to see if it's better um i can always go back to the other way and uh, so yeah let me know what you guys think but uh, other than that love you all especially the patreon heads you guys are the best and uh talk to you soon bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 